There we go. Here we are. Episode. Can you believe this, chaps? Episode 15 of the Foyne Jones Show. And this season on my podcast, we're getting back to business. So today, we've got a very special guest in the, guest in the studio. And I'm worried. Charlie, I'm worried. We're going to overrun. We're going to ignore the script. We're going to be talking. I've got three words in my episode notes. Football, football, football. Followed by Hearts of, Heart of Mildofian FC and Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. So gonna we're going to be seeing Come On You Spurs. We'll be talking about the Jambos north of the border. Alex Cooper, originally from Edinburgh, now with a shower lab and living in North London, West London. Uh, sorry. Living, sorry. Oh, living, pa- uh, living Green, sorry. Campbell, hanging sorry. out with a Chelsea footballer yeah, set, exactly. mate. In the wrong part of the world. Yeah, <laughs> ha- hanging out in Cobham with the footballers. Fulham trained at Motspur Park. You're in Surrey. We're in the studio in Brighton. Welcome to the show, mate. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here. On time in full. Yep, absolutely. And with a story to tell. With an absolute yep. story to I'm tell. Sure so the questions will lead on to the story. <laughs> oh, it will do. We've also got Rico in the show. We've got Rico with us as well. So we're going to have a lot of fun. And, and this season, we are getting back to business. Um, when we talk about the KBB industry, 2022 is going to bring us challenges. So let's set the scene, Alex. And, and I'll try and keep football out of it slightly. Let's set the scene by just giving you a chance to imagine... Imagine those listeners on YouTube, and we can say hello yeah, we to can right? say them, those, those listeners on YouTube, those listeners on iTunes and Spotify are not aware, they're not connected to you on LinkedIn, don't know who you are. Yep. Just just take to, the floor's yours, mate. What, what, what are you getting up to with the Shower Lab at the moment? At the moment, the Shower Lab, we've done a lot in the, well, especially since lockdown happened, um, we've had to make a lot of changes to how we operate and how we sell our business as well. Um, so we want to try and do similar kind of things to what you guys are doing, more digital focused, we brought in big marketing teams, we've got a rebrand, um, concentrating on not just the product itself, but the story that our product tells mm. and, and why someone would engage and buy our products. So that would be things like campaigns that we've run during the mm. uh, last 18 months, um, you know, um, you're happy. You know, your space, your happy place, basically. So obviously, when we're in lockdown, everyone's fed up with life. They're, they don't know what to do themselves. But the home, you want the home to be a happy place. Outside, generally, for most people, is a happy place. So we've just done things like that to tie these. You know, to show people, make your home as happy as you can make it. So I think that's what we've seen a lot of investment into the KBB industry and uh, the bathrooms and the kitchen in, uh, industry in particular. Um, TLC, you know, a bit, of, a bit. Of Tender love and care, um, rather you know TL, um, TL, uh, TSL rather and TLC. We sort of combined the two to to create these campaigns. So we've you know we've done a lot. We've sort of don't uh, go chasing waterfalls, mate. Don't go chasing waterfalls. There you go. Like Do you like that, Charlie? Yeah. Yeah. See, you know, I'm down with the kids. Yeah, even like though that. that actually makes me sound old, because that was like <laughs> early nineties or mid nineties, wasn't it? To be fair, but but you know. The, I, I like the brand. I, yeah. I like what you're doing, and 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 you're well connected. You know what yeah. I mean. You know, I I got a message from from a client yesterday or day before saying saying you've been talking to him. I'm like, yeah, how's he doing this? And then then you're talking to someone else. Yeah. So you you you're in that that arena where it is competitive. It's design led. There's there sometimes is, and I do say this publicly. It upsets a few people, but I don't care. Um, but there is sometimes a perception of arrogance. Yeah. There's there, there's that there, and the hearts and minds piece what you have to do as a sales director in today's KBB industry, yeah. it, it can never be, you never be, be, be over, over, over analyzed because I look at it now and I think, wow, if I was calling on all these different business owners and different brands, what, what have I got that, that they were going to remember? What, what yeah. have I got against other products? And, and I guess in, in COVID when, when the ability to shake hands and smile and, and laugh and joke like we did downstairs, yeah, exactly. you know, you're already 
miles ahead. Yeah. We we had to reimagine that and and come at it in a different ways. And seeing a business like yours embracing digital was that was that a big cultural change for you? It was. I mean, we, we've done parts of it, like mm. the, the tick the boxes that a lot of companies have ticked ticked in in the past. But yeah, we've moved into a much bigger a bigger method. We thought. What is our business model? Have we really given it a lot of thought over the last ten years? And mm. when we've done the rebrand, you know, you sit down, you you brainstorm with, with the marketing companies that we're working with, um, and you you start talking about it across the table. What what are we? Is it why? really good, like writing on walls? Yeah, and it's, it's, over it's, it's creative, isn't it? I like it's, it's, it. It's been I love creative, it, and I'm I'm, yeah. I'm the sort of person I'm extroverted, whatever you want to yeah. tagline, but. You know, I'm better across the I table. Think, I think to you're people. the tallest guest we've had, we've had, we've had on the podcast. I'm going to say that you definitely need to. No, well, hopefully. T- I'm six two. I don't look up to many people. No, mate. I'm six seven. So yeah, I, I, mean, I don't look up to many people. He said to me, "He's really into football." I said, "You must be a goalie." He went, "No." So naturally, he reckons he's a ball playing centre half, Charlie. I'd like to think so. He reckons he's a ball playing centre half. I reckon he kicks an edge, mate. Do you know what I mean? I, I, like, I do like a, yeah, I do like yeah. a bit of a tussle now and again. I'm not going to lie. No, fair. <laughs> and we are going to bring a little bit more than the tussle in it. I mean, some of the stories we've been sharing about football, whether that's Fulham Football Club, Spurs, or Hearts, yeah. you know, there's there's a lot there. But you're still out and you're playing at the moment. But but in the day job, right? Yeah. As as a sales director in the KBB industry now, yeah. what's your biggest challenge? Um, I know that's deep, but I like, it's, it's, it's deep. A, deep I like a deep one early it is on. A, it is a deep one. No, the biggest challenge is, is getting your message across, like it always yeah. is to anyone. Um, explaining to the customer why we are different, and you mentioned about the arrogance nature. Mm. We, we, we strive to be the best in our class mm. in terms of the shower door market. We feel that, you know, I could throw names around in terms of brands that we compete with, but we, we want to be the best in class. But trying to do that without an arrogant nature is not always the easiest thing to do. But it's not. It's because we we want to take pride. We want to take passion. Mm. It's try to get that that message across to people. What you know, details, the care and attention that we do with the product. That why they should why they should buy it at the end of the mm. day. So you know, day to day things. It's engaging with customers. It's it's you know relationships. It's nice. To, I mean, I've been out a lot over the since we came back after uh, Christmas. Um, we had a change up of staff, so I was out on the territory that I wasn't as familiar with and it's nice seeing faces that yeah. I haven't seen for a while and it's you know you know it's welcoming and it's there, there is a genuine warmth about seeing each other again because yeah, I'm like you I I have a passionate warmth love respect and admiration yeah. for the KBB industry yeah. it's it, it's what it's part of our DNA yeah. at Foyne Jones Absolutely. and 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 I really mean this and that's whether it's a showroom manager a business owner a designer a business developer all those personalities and people are, are what keeps that wheel turning and yeah. And, you know, you can have the most amazing, award-winning, innovative product. Yeah. But for me, the magic happens when someone starts talking about it. That's where it all comes yeah. from, isn't it, at the end of the day? I mean, when we went to furlough the first time round, my boss, you know, was still in communication with them. We're, we're on furlough, we're not working. And like after 10 days, it, was, it, was, it felt all right for 10 days. It felt like a little bit of a holiday. But then after that, I don't know what to do myself. Yeah, you weren't living in a furlough dream, mate, when no, the sun was out. No, no. I mean, yeah. The weather was nice, thank yeah. God. But um, you, There was a few people you, you living the summer of love and the furlough. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's amazing how, you, you, how, how as a nation we went, and I spoke about this so much in the Survival Series podcast, but, you know, it's amazing how, as a nation, you know, we, we went from terror... You know, loss of life to you yeah. know, we saw we saw best of humanity, worst of humanity, but but we have got through it. 
Yeah, and so. we have got through yeah. it, and there'll be per- permanent scars, there'll be temporary scars, there'll be there will be wounds that probably never heal. But the industry's bouncing back, and yeah. and 2022 look, 22 looks exciting. It does. Um, what 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 do you, what challenges do you think your customers are facing at the moment? At the moment, the biggest one I'm finding, and you know, I don't want to be putting out their negative vibes and worrying people, but my my one worry is that the installation sector is so small now um, there's a lot less fitters out there um, mm-hmm. since we've had the Brexit and the, the you know COVID and things and since we've come back I'm worried about a bit of a bottleneck I think mm-hmm. that's going to be one of the biggest challenges it might be one one thing selling a bathroom or a kitchen but if you've not got anyone fitting them then something's going to it's going to constantina up to the mm-hmm. point where you do, things are going to stop you know stop. what and that, that hits, on, hits on, on all levels I mean you know I've had guests on and supply chain you know, mm. it's a supply chain availability yeah. of products is, is a real challenge. Yeah. But but then you listen to the work that Damien Waters is doing with the BIKBBI and Stephen Johnson. You know, they're regular guests with me, and we're you know we're we're standing up to, to Big County to support apprenticeships yeah. and to try and do something about the skills crisis because we have a problem. You know, yeah. and and it is there. I had a I had a local plumber, a semi-retired guy, come around do some work on my place yesterday. You know. Um, and we were worried about finding someone. And it wasn't yeah. even a big job. And, you know, the the guy, he was like 9.927 reviews on Checker Trade. Everyone said, told me he's the guy you're going to get, but he's really busy. You won't yeah. get him. I'm like, oh, God, you know, look, I just need that. Anyway, luck, luck, luck as it was, you know, we got him in. He came around. He'd done the job. And and you pay every pound, shilling and pence gladly. Yeah. When you now look at the amount of business I'm talking to that are that are looking for skilled fitters, skilled installers, and, you know, are, are we going to employ them PAYE? If they're going to subcontract, how are we going to get their commitment? Mm. And then, then you turn it the other way. What's in it for them? If they if they are an asset and they're an asset to the industry, yeah. why do they want to work with you? Exactly. They can make, you know, they make more it, money working for themselves, yeah, potentially. Or, or, or if they're going to partner with you, yeah. Yeah, you know, how are you going to shape up to make yeah. it worth for them? And, and, and that's changed so much now because yeah. it, it's there. And I think recognising that it is a challenge. It must be, it must be a real challenge. Do, do those conversations happen happen all the time? Yeah, I mean, we're always, you know, in communication with uh, the showrooms and things, you're always learning that they're different. Every every mm. showroom has different um, challenges. Um, one will be fitting, one will be getting people through the door. Um, is that because they're maybe not moved on in the world in terms of, you know, digital advertisement, that kind of thing? You know, so everyone's doing things differently. So we find there's a... We have to. I've always said doing this role is a bit. You've got to have a chameleon skin. You've got to yeah. be able to change. You got. To, you know. I work for. I work with something in a trade counter in the merchant industry, and working with the CEO yeah. of Bartley Homes, for example. So I'm doing their bathroom. So it's everyone in between. So you have to adapt to every situation mm. and every consumer and every customer that you you potentially got. A bit of being rememberable is part of that. Yeah, it is being part of that. So 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 you know I I often and people laugh about it, but I play on the fact I've got a West London accent. I play yeah. on the fact that. I'm a Fulham fan, and and you know, and I and I would, I would talk about like I just did. I would say, look, here's my son, he's doing this. Yeah. Here's my other son, he's doing that. You know, I I went to the other football the other day, drunk too much. You know, it's uh, but that that kind of personality is what I would still use in a boardroom. Absolutely. I still use it in a business meeting. Yeah. I'd, I'd use it in any environment I'm in, and and I see now there are some 
you know, businesses that are that are making that plunge. You know, they're, 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 it's not just a couple of thumbs up saying, yeah, I'm going yeah. to comment on this update. They're going to put their content out. Yep. They're going to try and change the way they're telling their story. And this platform, yeah, it's it's a podcast. What, what's my objective? I said it before. I want guests to arrive in the studio smiling and having fun. Yeah, exactly. I want them to leave having fun because if we've achieved that in our conversation, people are going to want to listen to That's it. That's it. Um, from a sales director's perspective, when you're when you're out and about, um, one of the one of the the, the 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 worries I have for our industry is making it attractive to others. Yeah. All right. So we know there's a skills crisis and we need more installers, but but even making it making it attractive for the next generation that, that's something I'd love to get your views on, mate. Because because we all come into it through somewhere. So let's, let's tell your story. So so how did you end up in your role? Let's, let's, let's bring this in. Let's, 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 let's actually slow it down a little bit, Charlie, and let's, let's just hear the Alex Cooper story. It's a very, very strange From one. From Scotland to Camberley yeah, and well, centre-half to sales director. It's a bit like that. And, and, you know, I went to, you know, done my high school, done my sixth form, usual kind of kind of process. Um, went to college, done interior architecture and spatial design at college had no idea what I really wanted to do at that point. Yeah. You know, I, I know I wanted to be involved in design. That's mm. that's my passion, art, craft and design, whether it was making something with hands or drawing something, that's that's my skill set. Um and I found this job on the website, Design for Design, I think it was at the time. I don't know if it still exists, but uh, and I saw this job which part of West One Bathrooms and I applied for it, got the job. A bit of a story there, how I got it, because I got a phone call and I thought somebody was I thought it was one of my mates' dads winding me up. <laughs> genuinely and I nearly and for whatever reason I didn't say anything and I don't know why I didn't say anything and I agreed to get on a plane two days later and I thought I came off the phone found it was all genuine and sort of panic set in getting on a plane now I'm going there for an interview got picked up had an interview and the rest is history I didn't think about it and I think if I'd thought about it moving 400 miles away from home at that age in, in How old was you? I think it was 22 so I've yeah. been down here 18 years now so nearly half and half so I've yeah. nearly been down here as long as I've been back home but uh so I just bit the bullet and did it. And it was probably the best yeah. thing I'd done because not giving it any thought, I just dived into the deep I, end. I'm pleased in your 18 years down here, though. You haven't, you haven't, you, you don't talk <laughs> like you've, you, you're from stockbroker belt, sorry. Good, I'll keep going up, keep, yeah. it, keep it topped up, you know? Yeah. Um, so I worked with West One Bathrooms. It was bathwaters at the time, but it's part mm. of the West One Bathrooms. Um, for me personally, you know, um, you know, give credit to, to, to Duncan and Kevin that own West One. It was the best place I could have started my career because it gave me the best product knowledge give me the best training, uh, give me the best foundation to build my career within mm. this industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I always see them now, and I still see them now, they're like the Harrods of the bathroom world because they, they've got access to everyone, sell everything. So from a product knowledge, it was great. Mm. It was Be- great. Beautiful showrooms. A beautiful well, showrooms, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and, and, and you know, it's not it's not a party political broadcast on behalf of them, but, no. but when you look at the locations, they're beautifully picked as well. It's a they? high street product mm. in terms of I say high streets you know they're picked in beautiful mm. parts of the, the world as well um, but that's that's their that's their mm. business model is they want to be on the sheet yeah. they want to be the shop front um, and, and that's what the brand's built on but it was good for me and a stepping stone for me from there was it give me the, the confidence and the knowledge to then step my career on becoming a manager on another showroom so I moved to a company in over in the Red Hill Rygate area I was, the, I was a manager there for about three years um, and I suppose at that point, I didn't know where I wanted to go. Where's my next step? So I, I felt like I was progressing in, mm. in the industry. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I was there's thoughts of me going back home to Scotland. There was all sorts of things going on at that time. And a job came up with um, one of our competitors now, Majestic. And I, and I went there. Um, family business. And I just felt that for me, personally, again, through that, that's what took me to the Shower Lab. So um, 
Max and uh, Pete at the time, who were the co-owners uh, co at the time, approached me, and and the rest of the history. I've been here mm. eleven years since, and it's you know obviously for me it's the best move I've had because the longevity sort of speaks it's for really, itself. It's really, it's really amazing like, that 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 moment when you had to stick or twist and like you know come down and and, yeah. and pick your life up and go. Yeah. I, I look at very things that's happened in my career and my life, and you know, you, you think, well, if that hadn't happened, then I wouldn't have moved there. Then that, you know, and it's and and I didn't go that far, but I remember yeah. when um, my youngest, sorry, my eldest son was was born, and we were living in Fulham, and we were trying to get on a property ladder, and yeah. you know, everything was going on. And um, I was at Travis Perkins at the time, and they they offered me the chance to to become a regional manager, yeah. and it was a relocation, and I moved from West London to the West Country, and once we thought about it. We, it was done. done. So decision it. was done. You made your decision. It was done, people, yeah. and and that that changed the game in my in terms of my whole career yeah. from that point. And and I look back on that and I think, well, you know, what made me do it? It just felt right. And and, yeah. it, and it's those moments. So, same as when we moved back to London. You know, we moved back to London when when my my youngest son Henry was on the way, and then I left nine and three quarter years at Travis, and and everyone knows the story. But I left to join Juicen, yeah. sales director. Boom. Then Foyne Jones. Here we are. And 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 I say it slowly. I think I'm in my nineteenth year at Foyne Jones. So, so long, yeah. you know, you know, we we've yeah we've we've rolled the emotional yeah, yeah. we've ro yeah. we've ridden the emotional roller coaster. You've been on that journey now. Yeah. You know, it, it must be great when you're building your own team and you're leading your own people, giving that back because there's such a story to tell. It's, it's hard work, it's passion and you've done it with personality, mate, haven't you? Well, I hope so. I hope so. You know, I think... Well, I think you're boring, actually. Well, that, well yeah. it won't be the first time but if somebody <laughs> said it but, you know, haters hate. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Just for the record, I don't think he's boring because he's a lot bigger than me. He's a lot taller than me. Right? I think he's a very inspiring gentleman. But, you know, it's interesting now because I think you said it in one of your other recent podcasts, obviously being a sales director and things at quite a young age. And, yeah. You know, obviously a bit older than when you became sales director, but I've been sales director there for what, seven years. It was years. easier then, mate. Seven it was easier <laughs> then. You, know, you just got to turn up. Yeah. And, you know, mate. <laughs> But, you know, so I'm employing people that are older than me, yeah. which is, a, but I don't ever take my position for granted or anything. Mm. And I don't ever, you know, f fly the title about because for me, it's a, it is a team game. Um, our business is a team. Um, and we, we all try and work together. It doesn't matter if it's somebody in the warehouse, it's somebody on the road, mm. it's it, whatever it is. We, if we don't all put together, it doesn't work. Um, you know, I've got, I've got an individual that I've known for, well, 15 years in the industry he works for me he was one of our ASMs in the south and you know he's in his he's in his early 60s he won't mind me mentioning his age too much but What's literally Keith Saunders Keith is he listening he, he, hopefully, he, he, will, he will be now hopefully he will he will. Be shout, shout out to Keith Saunders shout out to we Keith. do this all the time no, now good. but Bart Murphy started it when he, when he went through the whole, whole Murphy family didn't he so, so we're doing it all the Quite time right. now but Keith's been in the industry he's been in selling shoulders for 45 years nearly now Keith I can guarantee will still go out there tomorrow with the same smile he had on his face 40 years ago he's the most enthusiastic sales representative and I, I can guarantee any of our partner showrooms would would uh would back that up all day long so you know th actually employing people like that make me happier in what i do and and you know if you're in, if you're smiling you're doing the job you're doing the job right aren't you uh, yeah. i think you know that, that's what boils down you've got to enjoy it to do yeah. it to do it well I, and I, I mean again you know rico new signing new signing new signing at jones digital i say that all the time you know i, I want you to have fun yeah. i want you to learn yeah, yeah there's going to be days when i'm really stressed because i can't yeah, I, I can't open my message on whatsapp it'd be something <laughs> yeah. it'd be something life changing it'd be something yeah. actually life-threatening yeah. you know it's not opening you know yeah. like that like, what's happening it'll be something really basic and i'm yeah. going this is the world's ending but 
at the end of the day, you you want people to be able to be creative, have fun, yeah. and 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 you do you you bring you bring people in around it, and and that's that's when we I think we've learned that getting back to business now, you know, are we working a four day week? Are we hybrid? Are we work from yeah. home? Are we work remote? Are we out there? Wherever the magic happens for you and your business, enjoying what you do yeah. has got to be the starting place. Well, it has like, to be. You know, we refer to football and stuff earlier on, but. It's like picking a football line-off, isn't it? If they don't gel together, they don't work together, mm. it ain't going to work. It's the same in the, in the business ethos, exactly the same. You're still picking a team to do a job. In the old it, online gaming, mate, chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly, I, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't understand <laughs> it. Like, like, you know, the, the, my nephew was round. I'm going, like, why are you picking me so nice? It's going to mess my chemistry yeah, up. I went, yeah. what? Exactly. And I've he was showing me how this. it works, mate. So, you know, and I'm yeah. going, I get it, and it's yeah. there, but... But, but what I don't like about the online gaming, right, and, and, and the FIFA and all that, is like when the kids are playing football now, they're saying, I'm playing CDM. Yeah. I don't what? know the position. You know, you're Just, not I'm playing CDM. This. You're sitting in the old. My mate. son says yeah. this to me, and I'm going, yeah. no, no, you're not. How old's your, your boy? He's 13. He's play, yeah. He plays at Walking Cougars. So yeah. I don't know where we are. They're doing all right at the top of the league this season. I see him on the Sky Sports ticker, mate, yeah, every I, I week. Hope, yeah, I hope Walking so. Cougars. I hope yeah. so. He's, he's, he's got more talent than I had, anyway. <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's maybe not got the fire in the belly like I had, you know, but uh, hopefully he'll do all right, you know. I, I think growing up in Surrey, slightly different. Middle class football's not quite the same as the Sogtons in Edinburgh and behind the tower blocks and playing by or mitre multiplex that that's literally that's give like, you concussion you know what I mean that's something when I was playing over two it was of common or the marches yeah, exactly. like, like it's, it's very very different yeah. but 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 you know I get it and, and we are going to bring football in this episode and we'll do it in the second half because I want to I want our listeners to, to, to sh- get a feel for your passion for the Jambos I want yeah. to talk Tottenham with you yeah. and we will talk Tottenham so we do that in the second half but as we bring the first half to a close um what should the industry expect from your business this year? What, what have you got? Where, where are you going? What's, what's, what's next for you? We're looking for growth, but growth not just in terms of opening accounts left, right and centre. We, we've been based really down in the south, south of England, um, really inside the M25 section um, for, for the 10 year, um, ten year I've been there. Um, the next, thing, next step for us is we've, we've re- our new range of product is the View Refined range, and it's been refined for a reason. It's refined so it'll travel better. Mm. Uh, you travel better, we open our market up. Our market still gets opened up to the rest of the UK, and that's that's where we want to we want to grow a business. We want to get in touch with new you know new connections. Um, I've already got a few Manchester, Lancaster, so they're popping up. I've actually jumped the fence completely into Scotland because I've yeah. got a passion to deal yeah. with my home country at the end yeah. of the day. And 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 as I say, you've seen. Yeah, are they welcoming you back or not? They are. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that, you know what I mean. It'd be a bit. You keep the accent. You, you get yeah. let in again. Yeah. You know, so it works out quite well. But you know, we've, we've we've got a nice number of dealers already up there. Um, got sales representative up there, mm. and he's he's doing a great job for us as well. And uh, you know, I'll be up in the next couple of weeks to to catch I, up. And with I, I saw some of the work you're doing, and, and do you know what? The, the enthusiasm's fantastic. I, I love the post you put out earlier week with all my episodes on. Yeah, you know, I, I loved it. I'm like, yeah, but 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 uh, but Jack 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 O'Connell, shout out Jack the lad. He was going, look at that, look. He said, oh, you seen that? I went, yeah, I, I, Jack's all right, mate. Calm down. He said, no, look, look. I'm going. I do have listeners. Well, it's also yeah. interesting. To see I do have listeners, Jack. You know, yeah. we, you know, for, we we have been in the charts in 18 countries, huge in Thailand. <laughs> Don't know why, but 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 it's but it but it is good to see it, and, and yeah. I. I think with with the support of Charlie and with Rico now, what we're trying to do is give everyone a little bit of the Foyne Jones Show yeah. experience. So yes, you can listen on iTunes, you can listen on Spotify, you can go YouTube if you want to watch watch the video. The clips are really helping yeah. now because it's just keeping it out there. And 
what I loved about yourself was the enthusiasm. It was like, yes, let's get on it. Let's, let's yeah. come down. And you've listened to some of the other episodes to get a feel for it. Yeah. Have we exceeded expectations yet? A- absolutely. I mean, you learn something listening to these yeah. things. You know, you're talking to such a diverse amount of people, different, you know, different parts of our industry, mm. but they're all diverse parts of our industry. And and you're always learning something. You listen to that. You're always picking something up. So it's it's it's, it's interesting. I, I, I really, I mean, I, for me, this started as um, this started as something which was a crazy idea. Yeah. In the it, December, November, December, two thousand eighteen. That's yeah. when it was. It was just an idea. Yeah. A couple of pilot episodes in two thousand nineteen. We're we're in the fifth series. This is episode fifteen. That's the first half of the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Life-changing recruitment for the KBB builders, merchant and construction industries. Creative social content, specialist knowledge, world-leading video technology, helping you find career happiness and helping your business attract its stars in the future. We are Foyne Jones. This is what we do. So, all right, okay, so, so... Let's get back to business, all right? We've been talking about middle-aged men's wardrobes and the fact that when you've got a slight derby, black is the black is the new colour for all, all occasions, all right? So, there we are, in black. Uh, there's, my, <laughs> there's my black football. Let's go. Let's get back to business. Let's talk about the Foy and Jones show. I have a love and a passion for football, and it's shared by yourself, Alex. It's shared by Absolutely. you. So. You support two teams, but I can kind of understand that. Be, 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 being from North of the Border or Chili Jocko Land, as yep. Jimmy, Jimmy Greaves yep. used to call it yep. back in the Satan Greasy days. God bless his soul. Great quote from Jimmy Greaves, and it, it leads us leads us quite nicely to talk about Tottenham Hotspur as well. He said that um, forget Glenn Hoddle and Maradona, and the best passer of the football I've ever seen is Johnny Haynes. Yeah, and uh, Johnny Haynes begun his career at Tottenham. Yeah, couldn't get into the team. Joined Fulham as a 16 year old. Captain Fulham, Captain England, first £100 a week footballer. There you go. There you go, stats. There you go. Um, I sit in the Johnny Ain stand at Fulham. Yeah. There will be, after this show, an invitation to Craven Cottage for you to I'd join me because you're absolute to. value. Let's talk about your love of heart of Mildothian. I grew up, my dad was born in uh, born in Sogton and behind the stadium at Gorgie, so you know there was no, no danger yeah. um, that we were going to be anything else but heart, heart supporters. Also. So there's th- me and my two brothers. Um, and I used to go. To, I used to go to football every Saturday with my, my dad. You know, um, going out in the winter in the pitch black uh, up in at Merkiston. Um Best game probably I can remember going to is when we beat beat Bayern Munich. That's uh, standing behind the stands at beat Bayern Munich. A little little side ball to Ian Ferguson bottom bin. Hearts win one 0 Unfortunately, went to went to Bayern in the second leg, and I think uh, if I remember rightly, Cahoon hit the post. And how old was so they would have been. I'm born '81. I think, God, that'd be. I'd say that would have been really early '90. Yeah, about '91, '92. Mm. That would have been something like that. Maybe a little, even earlier. So remember. 10, 11, 9, 9 Yeah, 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 so. yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but yeah, we're all, all Hearts fans. European you know? nights, I man. I took I took my boys when they were about that age. Yeah. You know, in 2010, when Roy Hodgson took us on the amazing journey. You know, yeah. we went. How, <laughs> we, we we beat Shakhtar Donetsk. <laughs> we beat Juventus <laughs> after being four-one down. We yeah. beat Hamburg. We beat Wolfsburg. We were about a minute and a half away from a penalty shootout, and I tell this story a lot. Some fella called Aguero dropped his shoulder. He whipped it in, and Forland beat Angerland to the ball, and it kind of deflected in. And we, we, because because we're full, and we can't win the final. We have to, course, we have to lose that. Well, we know that feeling at Spurs but, as well. But, but, but yeah, <laughs> we, 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 we'll come on to a bit of Spurs, but we come on to Spurs. But 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 who's, who's the best player you've seen in the heart shirt? Oh, whether the best players or not. 
Favourite player? Favourite players back in the day? I, I used to love Robbo. I love John yeah. Robertson. When I think Hearts and yeah. I think that kind of kit, I yeah. think of him flying he, he down the, the wing. He was the face. He was I the think face of him flying down the wing. Yeah, I mean, I still like the Dave McPhersons and the, there was, again, I'm going, I'm going way back now, but like when I was really young, like Sandy Clarks, there's a, a, Ian Ferguson's, the... They didn't really have any man, massively standout stalwarts, you know that some clubs do. But um, they used to they used to punch mm. above the weight a little bit at the time. Um, they were always I always felt they were like the third strongest club in in, in amongst the you know the Celtic Rangers, obviously. Um, but yeah, Robertson was 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 the sort of the one yeah. that you always watched, the goal scorer in the day, didn't he? Yeah. So, um, but there's a good. St- I was I think I think the stat if I'm right in saying it, there was a good stat when he played. He didn't play for Scotland very often. But when him and McCoy started for Scotland up front, they won every game. Really? Yeah. So not a bad duo, McCoy and Robson. Eh? Oh mate, I mean, I mean, I mean, McCoy is valuing no, everything he does, isn't he? He's, he's just, he's just absolute value. Just he he just makes his career out being Ali McCoy, doesn't yeah, he? I mean, and, and there's something there if someone makes you feel like you know them, and, yeah. and and he's so open and funny and honest with his commentary and with his punditry and with his radio show. Fair play to him, yeah. mate. It's, uh, you know, but some people say some, my, my episodes are a bit, a bit like talk sport and you're doing that. I mean, we can get anywhere near that sort of quality. We'll take it all day long. He's, but. he's made made a career for himself just by being a nice guy. He's just down, yeah. down to earth lad. And he, he, he is, uh, he, there's not many people ever say about him. And he was in question of sport in the glory days, yeah, mate. Exactly. Well, you know, it's like I talk about the soccer AM glory yeah. days and the question of sport glory yeah. days. It's, uh, it has evolved. But but your love affair with football when you when you came down, you, did, did you like Tottenham from afar when you was a kid? Was it a Glen Oddle love well, fest or a Gary Mabbott, Steve Archibald? What, what, what was Ga- drawing? Gaza, Gaza for me. Gaza, Gaza yeah. Tottenham for me. You know, I absolutely love Gaza. I still, I still love watching Gaza on little clips and documentaries you see on, you know, watch the, the did main Gaza Did you remember Gaza the goal one. he scored in Euro 96 when he fixed yeah, out of Conor head? Unfortunately, I did, yeah. And I was I, behind that goal. I, the more painful moment was McAllister missing the bloody penalty. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was behind the goal when <laughs> well, Gaza yeah. did that. Yeah. Well, it's not a bad place to sit and watch that. No, it was, it was like, there's, there's a few times, and I'll put that in my top three goals. Yeah. Right? It's not, number one will be Rory McAree, who you won't have heard of. No. He's a Northern <laughs> Irish player who played for Fulham in 1996 and seven, and... Um, he scored away at Carlisle, which effectively secured our promotion. Right. If you're a Fulham fan my age, you're know that. who put the ball in the Carlisle net is is probably yeah. as big a song as Mitro's on fire. Yeah. And it just depends on, on, on your eras. But but that, that was a goal. Then Gaza's goal's in the mix and Dempsey's chip against Juventus. That yeah, was yeah, yeah, you know, that yeah, was yeah. times of yeah. steel. So you you got these moments and we're we're had we're had Kearney scoring at Wembley against, you know, media friendly villa. But but you've got the top you, you, Tottenham's a big part big part of your life now, isn't it? Yeah, again, all comes from your parents, I think. Mm. My, you know, my dad was dad was massive. We got to talk about your old man because because like you told me some of the people he's had he's had he's had in his paper rounds. So, yeah, he's so, done, I mean, he's done he's all right. Like, Graham's, Graham pa- pa- paper rounds to the stars. Yeah, yeah. Graham Smith, um, ex uh, Hebs Brighton Motherwell yeah. goalkeeper. He was um, David Gray, ex Manchester United. Uh, Stephen Edge. He's now he's now coaching at Hebs. He, he obviously won the Scottish Cup with Hebs. Unfortunately, he's a big jambo by the way for all the Hebs listeners. Massive jambo. <laughs> so we'll get that out there. We'll stick it yeah. right up him. But his his granddad used to live right opposite us. So yeah. you know. Um, but my dad, you know, my dad's been in football and sport and from from his, in his early twenties he started as a sport journalist and then fell into you know plant hire and stuff. So actually, strange enough, 
goes into our sort of part of the, in yeah. the industry with the plant hires and so if, 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 if you go like a few episodes back with with fly me to the moon l yeah know, i was, I was saying, sales I was director one, yeah. mr plant hire we have we have bart on he's got yeah. the best teeth in builders merchant in bart has <laughs> hello bart he'll likely won't mind me saying that but but bart bart's doing amazing stuff with hss yeah. putting implants into builders merchant branches and that's what this show's about and you know bart bart was talking about the the coaching he's doing for his kids yeah. his girls team boys yeah. team and 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 then you look at it and You've got that. You you you're still playing, aren't you? And you I'm still and you trying to play. I'm still I'm playing West London Vets League, and we'll talk about playing against one of my old mates, Jody Morris. Jody Morris at the beginning of the season, which was a painful painful task. We couldn't get anywhere near. I've him. seen the lineup, mate. He might, I mean, he, might I mean, a, he might have put a few pounds on, but I tell you what, you can't get anywhere near him. Yeah. It, it's not any easier to get near. You know, ball's gone before you get there. Yeah. So no, they, they uh, he's, he's a funny play. one. You know, born in Fulham, living Fulham, hundred yeah. percent Chelsea. That's it. He's nothing else. Great lad. Again, just normal people. It's down to earth. You know, as I said to him, ex-brother-in-laws. East play for Arsenal, Cardiff. So you know, being around football players and, and obviously mm. being in Edinburgh, it's a small place, so we all know each other anyway. Um, I've not played at that level. Well, um, why is that in Scotland? So I was up doing some work in Aberdeen, right? And yeah. Every cab driver knew Sir Alex Ferguson. Oh, they, yeah. They knew him personally. Yeah, yeah they, I had yeah, him all the time. It's, you just, know? it's just such come a come out to dinner. Yeah, we used to walk my dog. I'm like, this can't be true. Not everyone can know him it's in just Aberdeen. It's a small network of people, and I suppose yeah. as a youngster, when you go to the you know the nightclubs and things as we all we've all done. It's the same nightclub, same people. <laughs> you could actually end up becoming a become a nightclub becomes a local. You I mean you wouldn't get that down in London? It's too too big and too mm. vast for that. But it was more like a pub on on steroids. You know what I mean? So so with with, with Spurs, um, what do you think of the new stadium? Absolutely love it. Do I've you like the, it? I've done the tour. I've done everything. Oh, Stato. I've, I've done. I've done my. I That's two my, people who've been on the tour. Yeah, I've done David the tour. Blitz was on the tour. I've done it twice. I've done it twice. The episode out today. Listen to this on your way back. So David Blitz, he, he was talking about yeah. the tour. It's good. And it's you good. can't have heard that because no, it, I haven't even it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I've done the tour a couple of times. Um, yeah, I took my little boy recently to do the tour. I, I mean, the new camp. It's the just, camp new, I get it. The Santiago yeah. Bernabeu, I get it. Yeah. I've done the Ajax, you yeah, know, yeah. the Johan Cruyff yeah, yeah. Stadium. I've done that. I, I wouldn't do a tour of Fulham because I, 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 mean, I know every you, bit you know of Fulham. Bit of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah called it, it the police yeah. room and all sorts it's of nice stuff. To like, days gone see, by. It's nice to go and see all the corners in it and, and see how it's constructed. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. It's the sound in it's amazing. I, unfortunately, the first, not first game I went to in it but the, the first video game I went to watch the Champions League final there when it was packed uh, on the screens yeah, and yeah. I wanted to leave after two minutes because mm. um, it didn't go very well no but, but that, <laughs> I mean that, you know, that, that game against Ajax though do you, do you know what yeah, I mean oh, it was um, unbelievable I mean that unbelievable. was, that was yeah. just you know they were all seeing always look on the bright side of life yeah. weren't they or, oh no Bob Marley don't yeah. worry about the film <laughs> or something, <laughs> they? the whole yeah. crowd was erupting and then just little Moya just boom yeah, there's just moments aren't yeah. there? moments in life talk, talk about them talk about and we'll come on to it but we we sponsor and we we really support uh, local teams here Lewis Football Club yep. um, Michael hashtag different class is a yeah. family friend of ours really good mates with my eldest boy well, good, just family friend he's like part of the family but he's playing sent me field for sent me field for Lewis and yep. when he was at South End he talks about playing a behind closed doors friendly against Tottenham yep. South End sent their first team you know he was in it and yep. they played Tottenham and he said it was the toughest 90 minutes of his life. He was chasing Moira and Lamella around. He said, he said it actually wasn't fair. Yeah. He goes, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I think they lost something like 6-1 or something. But yeah. he said it wasn't the result. It yeah. was the fact that they was that. He just said just it was pain. Le- he just said it was just, it? you know, and, 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 and he, it, there's all different other stories on his journey about, you know, coming up against Rashford at under 18, under 21s and, and all different players, you know, yeah. and, that, and that's part of it. And he's in the, the, he's in the, the non-league now, but doing really, really well with Lewis. But but when you hear that and you kind of just see the levels they play at, Tottenham uh, have got an amazing team. Yeah. 
they've got another new manager. Yeah. Th- they're going to need some stability, aren't they? And kind of just to get it right. They do. I mean, we mentioned that, you know, ex Fulham boy as well, uh, Musa Dembele, for me. You said something powerful w- there. W- like, when he left, that's it. The, the, I couldn't see, I could all see it capitulating. M O U S S A, we got Musa Dembele. Yeah, he scores at home, he scores away. He was just, he just tied the whole team together. He's a, he was the spine of Tottenham, yeah. you know. He's just, he, 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 and unfortunately, a lot of people didn't really. The old Fulham captain in uh, Norway, uh, Brader Hangeland, he said, um, you know, that boy will never know how good he was yeah. and how good he could have been. Yeah. Just you a know. man mountain, wasn't he? Yeah. Absolute man mountain. Glided past players. So for such a big guy as well, yeah. he's so broad chested, you know, um but he's just so strong. You couldn't yeah. get the ball off him. Impossible. I remember I, we spoke about it off air, but when he arrived at Fulham, we had Brian Ruiz from Ua Ua Costa yeah, yeah. Rica, and it, and it was just like it was like carnival football. Yeah. You know, we didn't we didn't lose that much, and Martin Yole was yeah. kind of trying to trying to keep the team together, and he brought in Berbatov. Yeah. Of course he can. You know, yeah. Berbatov didn't sign for Fulham. Berbatov signed for Martin Yole. Yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. I, I spoke about that in a podcast with Matt Paul. But but Dembélé, amazing amazing footballer. Yeah. Um, from a from a Tottenham perspective, I ask this to every Tottenham fan who comes on: What's Ryan Sessegnon got to do to get a game of football? I don't know. I, I think when he has come on, he's done all right actually. Because mm. for me, he's a proper wide man. You know, he'll get wide, he'll, he'll get it in. I mean, but you got Rigilio on out there on the left now, and mm. he, obviously I saw that didn't like the. Sean, who? Rigilio, he's gone online, hasn't he? No, don't think he played last night, didn't he? Two months have you gone down? The love I've just interrupted the recording. <laughs> <laughs> One of your right backs went out on loan in, in January. Can't think who it is now. played last night. Go- he played, Char- he, Char- he played Char- on you, five. You Google it, mate. Regulon played last night. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. I, I didn't watch, watch the game because it, it was on VT. I was out last night, but I didn't watch the Fulham game. Have got so, oh, the Celso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we had a painful right, we'll had a painful day actually. last night. Uh, Dundee beat That's what we're going to do because Charlie's messed the whole podcast <laughs> up, right? But he is the producer. Alex, I've got to ask you, there's a player, him and his twin brother have been at foot, well, they were at Fulham for 100, well, they were at Fulham since they were kids. They grew up in Roehampton, um, which do literally in the flats directly over Craven Cottage. I know the flats well because my nan's mum, how good's that? My great granny lived Love in the that. same flat. So overlooking Richmond Park, Roehampton, yeah. Danbury Avenue, right? You'd know that. You, you hang around Surrey, Surrey Borders, <laughs> Surrey Southwest London Borders, off the upper Richmond Road, all right? Nice, so, nice. so they grew up in the flats there. Ryan and Stephen Sessignon yeah. played at England every level. Ryan, I think he made his Fulham debut at 15. Before he was 18, he played 100-odd times for Fulham. Amazing footballer. We had that bad season when Silvisa got us up and we spent 150 million and made our team worse. Uh, party company was Silvisa. Brought yep. in Ranieri. Party company Ranieri. Brought Parker in. Couldn't, couldn't do anything. Fair play to Parker. He got us back up. Sessing Young in the summer went to Tottenham. Yeah. I think Poch signed him. Yeah, yeah, he right? did. Yeah, yeah. Um, Marino takes over and... Cesar Mourinho, I think he's still at Fulham. I think he still is at Fulham. Jose's little boy, he's yeah. a keeper, isn't he? Oh, right, is that where he's, he's a keeper, still? Yeah. I didn't realise he still he, stayed there. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if he did, no. but he did. So, so he was no, no Ryan, right? Yeah. So we think, okay, it wasn't one of those ones, why are you leaving? We're like, we've got relegated. You're a great kid. You're on the fringe yeah. of the England team. Go to Tottenham and be successful. Yeah. Not happened for him, has it? Just never got the game time, really, has he? He's never. Yeah, you, know, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You don't know what goes on in training, but he just doesn't seem to get the game time. He did all right on loan in, with Hoffenheim in Germany, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, and he's, yeah, he did he's actually. Come back. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I think he came back, and um, I think Nuno rushed him, wanted to play him. Yeah. And he got injured. I, I can't remember it's, what it is, but but it's it's those margins, it's very isn't unsettled it? Unsettled for us, anyway, isn't it? The yeah. manager we've gone through in the last what three four years. Who's in charge now? Conte. Conte, yeah. I yeah. mean, he's, do you remember Conte when he had no hair? Yeah, before no, he had his some, hair some job he's had done, not yeah. it? Some job he's had done. He went with Turkey. Got, like, you know, he's got, got, got to. His teeth he, and yeah, his yeah, hair he might as well got the veneers while he was there, eh? 
but but is he the right man? Is he the right I, man? For I think so. If he's allowed to do the job, you yeah. know, and and you know, we get a lot of fans um, having a go at Levy, but Levy's a businessman. He's not going to mm. do things rash. I always felt the way the Premier League was going, and if the fair you know the fair play came in, the, the, the Arsenal and the Tottenham are going to be up the top because they both run the clubs as a business at the mm. end of the day. The Man City's the Chelsea, you can't compete. It's money, money, money's thrown at it. But, you know, there's big talk of Tottenham getting bought out, and if that mm. happens, then I'm not going to be too disappointed either because we, we might see us jump up, you know? Well, it's, you know... Ultimately, it's it's a the financial investment's going to change its club one way or the yeah. other. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd love to get a Derby fan on to see what what their view yeah. is now because Mike my, my Ashley's hovering, isn't he? So, yeah, exactly. So you know, and and actually, we were looking at this on on, on the way back and. With all their points deduction and stuff, if they they'd be about mid table, well, Rooney's that, doing an all right job. I heard that thing about Rooney in the change rooms. He apparently got the league table as it is now, the yeah. league table with a deduction, the league table with no deduction, and that's the that's how yeah. he motivates the, the motivates the team. So yeah. it's again, it's like working. It's you find the right ways to motivate people, you know. But 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 investment changes the club. So so yeah. I, I remember that 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 Rodney McAree moment, right? Jimmy Hill was the Fulham chairman. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Hill saved us from Fulham Park Rangers and yeah. all sorts of stuff like that. And that team in 96 97 was a team of lower league players and we I think we came third or second yeah. we came second that season. It was us Wigan and Carlisle, right. you know, and we were all going for promotion. Yeah, yeah. Um and I think on that day, Carlisle needed a point to go up. We needed four points to go up. We got three points. I mean, this is this was my world, right? <laughs> away at Carlisle on the Saturday, and we win. We win away two yeah. one. Nil nil draw away at Mansfield on the Wednesday night. We're promoted. I'm like, I've arrived. I've achieved something yeah. in football. Um, that's the old fourth, you know. Old so, fourth, so it's yeah, the third yeah. at the time. Yeah. That summer, Jimmy Hill announces he sold the club to the owner Harrods. Yeah, yeah. What? Like, you thinking, know, you're like, what's called? all that about? Yeah, yeah. And then he starts saying things like, we're going to go to the Premier League, we'll be the Man United of the South, we'll do it in five years. He did it in four. It's you mad, know, isn't it, really? You, you know, and Kevin Keegan came, yeah. then left us for Egan. John Tagana came. We had players like Saha and John Collins and Lee Clark and Barmorte and Coleman. And you look at that, that journey, that wouldn't happen without investment. No, you can't do and, it. And now I look at Al Fayed, he wouldn't even be a serious player now. No. In, in no. terms of when no, you've got countries yeah. buying football yeah, yeah, exactly. clubs, that's it. So, so, so is that what Tottenham are going to need to consolidate Champions League? Because will Levy, will Levy never do it? He got his he got his two signings and obviously at the the January window, but mm. they, they need at least four or five. They, they need you need a squad. You need you know you look at the cities in the world that where the money's gone. And they're bringing on substitutes that are, yeah. that would walk into any starting. What's your view on the Harry Kane? Situation. I can't see him staying after the summer yeah. unless something drastic happens this time. He's not going to say. I can't see him signing a new contract personally. Hey, you can't knock the lad. He's got to be left to go and win trophies. He's, he's too talented not to. Albeit, I'd love to see him stay and be the our new Jimmy Greaves. You know, mm. the, you know, to it's one or two. Do you want to be a record holder? Do you want to be in history books forever? Do you want to be this? You know, the name of Tottenham Hotspur for the next hundred years. It depends on what. Everyone's got um, different aspirations in life, haven't they? Well, for me, I, I, I really, from a Tottenham perspective, I've, I've, I've regularly seen them beat up, beat Fulham. I've seen Fulham beat them occasionally, yeah, not 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 very often, <laughs> not very often. But we won. I remember Barry Owls, who I was telling you about earlier. I remember him scoring yeah. a couple of goals. when We won at White Hart Lane. Uh, I remember a great game when we were grand sharing at QPR. We come back from two 0 down, and Sean Davies got a late winner, and we won three two. I remember one. I think it was at the cottage. It was three three, wasn't it? Oh, Somebody that was the uh, Dimitri Kamara, mate. Yeah, you must have known it was Dimitri Kamara. Was that the overhead kick? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was the yeah, overhead kick. Yeah, yeah. I remember so, that game. That so, was so there's been there's been a few tussles, games. Yeah. There's been a few games, but but normally yeah. we come unstuck. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's that, that's kind of how it goes. But I, I wish you all the best with Hearts. 
Appreciate I wish it. you all the best with Tottenham Hotspur. And what I'd love to do, and I'll say it publicly, is that have a look at the Fulham fixtures. If you want to go to a game, let love me know. To. And I'd also like to get, get you along to watch our local team, Lewis, um, and, and a non-league team because it's yeah. really good down there. Real football. It's really good down yeah, there yeah. and we'll get you there as well. But it is, for me, this podcast isn't the same without football. And to have someone yeah. there that's still playing, that's got the passion, got the stories, got the network, <laughs> it, makes it, it makes it just a fucking great that's episode. And that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're about here. So I want to talk now about, we spoke about up-and-coming footballers. We spoke about stars of the future. Yep. All right? Well, we're going to speak about stars of the future now. That's... Let's go back to your younger self and think about kind of the journey you've been on and I can think of the journey I've been on. Yeah. And this is a great, great bit for you, Charlie, is that I'd love to get, get your passion, Alex, in talking about what, how can we inspire the next generation of KBB professionals? Where are they coming from? What, what do we need to do as an industry to make it more attractive? I think, you know, I thought about this because we obviously touched on you know how how the, pro- the program is going to run and things, but I mean we ignored most of that. We have, yeah, but, so but, we, this, we, but we've got we've got yeah. back to one of the points anyway. Yeah. So well, no, we've done all right. No, no, we've got we've, <laughs> we've, we've, got, well. we've got the key messages. <laughs> yeah, we spoke exactly. about the skills crisis. Exactly. We spoke about Tottenham Hotspur. We spoke about Hearts. We spoke about your personality. Let's talk about the listeners now. People that want to build their careers and go forward. How can we inspire? The, the world for me is completely. Uh, well, has for everyone. It's very obvious. It's mm. changed for everyone. Um, I think. What I didn't have when I had there was it was the media interface to be able to use. So you know, put yourself in the shop window, get yourself on videos, get yourself in the media, get make yourself known to the people. Um, you'll learn the product knowledge, the, the the skills that you learn along the route are natural. They'll they'll, they'll come. You know, um, if you go to college and you study and you mm-hmm. do your design degrees or whatever it might be and whatever route you want to go down, but you know. I'm, you know, I'm at the age now where I'm in the, and I feel like I'm in the middle middle sector. Am I comfortable being in front of camera? Probably not. Do I know it's the right thing to do for for a business and for me as an individual? Yeah, I think mm. it is. So the younger generation coming through that that they, that's what they know now. Mm. So, you know, see my kids on TikToks, Instagrams. You've got to almost I'll embrace t- I'll it. I'll t- tell you a little story because you're sitting there. So, so we're going to talk about Rico. So, so when I'm talking to Rico about, yep. and I can, I can see all the great, great videographer. I'm sorry, yeah, we're definitely going to work with you. So what, what are you like in front of the camera? You know, you, you're only good in front of the camera. Do you like? You, do you get nervous? He went, oh, you know, when when I was back in Latvia, I, I was hosting on, I was hosting on like on, on, on like a casino. He said, he's a natural in front <laughs> of the camera. Go. Boom, you know, and you're thinking like, yeah. D- d- it's normal, it isn't is, it? It's, yeah, it's absolutely it's the new normal norm, isn't now. it? And that's the thing, it's making them aware it's the new norm. Mm. You know, we, we speak we see parents and things, we're all a bit sceptical about social media and all that from a younger generation. But yeah, protect them, but embrace it. You've got to make the most of it. It is going to be the new norm. We've got to embrace it. If we don't embrace it, you're only going to be falling behind everyone else that's out there. So for me, embrace social media, embrace the digital market, sell yourself, and people will come and find you. You'll That's be powerful. found, you know. You'll be found. That's powerful, and I think from a from a closing message point of view, as as we wrap up the podcast, hearing that from a sales director, you said something powerful. There. You said like product knowledge isn't a game changer. It's not a deal no, breaker. You, you learn that. You, you can know, learn that. Product knowledge isn't a game changer. Doing something to stand out and get noticed. Um, yep. Stephen Bartlett said something, and you know Stephen Bartlett could be a bit like Marmite. He, he does lots of things that are very very good, and he does lots of things that are very very clever, and it just depends where you sit. Mm. Personally, I think. Him and Dominic, what they achieved was amazing with social yeah. chain, and it's it's changed the game. Yeah. It's changed the game completely. Man, and you said something really interesting, and, and it flagged up to me because it was recruitment related. He said, you know, if you really want a job, you really really yeah. want a job. Think of the five ways that everyone else is going to apply for that job. Yeah, 
and don't do that. Yeah, do, do some, something completely yeah, yeah. different. And and you think like it might take a voice like that yeah. to to connect with the younger generation yeah. to actually listen because we do this all the time. I do this all the time in kind of get noticed. If you yeah. you know if you just press apply, you've got a little chance. But if you really want something, prove that you can learn the product. Prove that you yeah. want it enough. Yeah. Go and knock on the door. Yeah. Philippa from the kitchen and bathroom news. She got. She, this, I love this in the episode. She said. Uh, said she got t- turned down. We got to get this right, Charlie. She said, turned down from work experience. We'll take a break, wasn't it? She said, take a break. Turned her down. She's like, how dare you? Right? <laughs> how dare you? You yeah. take a break magazine. She went and got. She went and got work experience with Vogue. It's the best way to do it, isn't it? You know, Prove and you people go, wrong. Just Prove go boom. Wrong. Well, well done. And yeah. and I think that we can all have dreams we can all have aspirations and i'm going to end the podcast on, on the biggest thing that's come through in this episode it's about personality and it's about having fun yeah talk and to you, people you've, you've brought that in the studio today yep. you really I appreciate have. it um alex from a shower lab perspective good luck for the rest Thank of you. 2022 Thank we you. want you back on the show we want you coming to football with us i'm even going to sign you up for some of our charity well, matches i'm mate. looking forward to I'll get on as many times as i get yeah. get that hat trick ball i'll see you as, you, you know about the hat trick ball i'm i'm going i'm going to buy to get on that hat trick ball mate you want the hat trick ball i can see you playing like a, i can see you playing like a bit of a libero role a bit of a beckenbauer <laughs> as long right. as i've got runners around me i'm good okay right so so so, so we get we get you in our next charity football match or charity football tournament when we have it because we we have had fun. We have played at Craven Cottage. We've played at the Motsford Park Training Ground. I've played at White Hart Lane. We've played at the Dri- Dripping Pan. You've played at White Hart Lane. I've played at the Emirates. Char- Charlie, where you played, mate? Sussex Uni. Sussex Uni. There you go. There you go. But look, listen, mate. He's. Play- I tell you what, though. He might have only played there, but he's playing tonight, and I'm oh, not well, playing. And I'm not playing football tonight. So he's doing better than me. That was. That was a. Brilliant, brilliant episode of the Foy and Jones show. We've we've sent some of you to sleep with football banter, but we've brought some of you to life with football banter. We've spoke about the life and challenges of a sales director. You should start a diary series, sir, because if you take that into your meetings, <laughs> there's a bit of an angle then. Just find a videographer like Rico to follow you around oh, and stick the camera in people's faces. Away you go. From a... Foy and Jones, Jones Digital Perspective, you're a business we're following. We'd love to do more with you. Keep doing it with a smile on your face. That's the end of episode 15. Thanks very much.